Welcome to episode 67 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Amber. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about... What are we going to talk about, Danny? Today we're going to talk about the comic Dark Ride. Dark Ride. By by Image. Image Comics. <laughs> Image Comics. This is probably the first time all day I've spoken to someone, which is... Same. Unfortunate, but that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's what lazy uh, holidays are for. Yeah. Yep. So happy Labor Day to anybody out there listening. Happy belated Labor Day. Yep. Am I, am I the only one wishing anybody a happy Labor Day? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> happy Labor Day. I speak on behalf of the family. <laughs> yeah, so Image Comics, written by... Uh, Joshua Williamson, and then we've got uh, artists and colorists Andrea Bresson and Andriano Lucas, and this one uh, caught my eye at the comic book store because the the name. Yeah, the name didn't hit me at first until I, because I didn't really look at the cover, um, until I started reading through the the comic. I'm like, oh, Dark Ride. Makes sense now. Yeah, so there should be, by, by this time, by 67 episodes into the podcast, it should be no surprise that we are fans of theme parks. Yes. Yep. And a dark ride is a type of ride that you would ride at a theme park. Yes, it is. And, uh, and this, this comic is all about a theme park. It is. Woohoo. A really cool theme park that I really wish was real. <laughs> yeah, right. I want to go. And what's it called, Danny? Um, <laughs> I didn't know I was quizzing you. <laughs> Pop quiz. What's the name? Hey, we're we're STEM people. We're not we're not reading comprehension people. <laughs> At least I've never been a reading comprehension person. <laughs> Devil Land. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a question or is that a an answer? <laughs> That's an answer. Okay. Yeah, Devil Land. So Devil Land is the name of the theme park that's featured in this comic Dark Ride. I think we forgot something. Yeah. But before we get too far into this dark <laughs> ride that we're riding, we're going to talk about our Geeky Weeks. Yes, geeky we weeks. will. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Awesome. Well, one... Um, the new Fortnite season came out. <laughs> Every week it's Fortnite. Also, welcome to the new Danny. season. Thank you. New season. Um, got the battle pass, and it looks pretty decent. There's new like rocket guns where you can rocket into someone. <laughs> <laughs> What's the and theming of this one? Is it like rocket? It's like secret agent. Kind oh. of. But it's pretty cool. Other than that, um, my nice parents came and visited me this weekend, and we went that was to. Nice, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, not not this guy over we here. Meet surely. <laughs> we went to a comic book store and kind of like a toys and games and comic store, which was really cool. And they had a Pokemon section, and. 
I'm trying to collect all, or not all, but I'm collecting all the cat Pokemon. So they had a 50 for $5. What? You could get 50 of the Pokemon cards for $5. and you could- Oh, cards? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what were Sorry, you thinking? I, I was thinking plushies because last night I was talking about Halloween costumes <laughs> and how I want to be a Pokemon trainer and carry around a, a plushie of my favorite Pokemon. So that's, that's where my brain went to first. <laughs> no, the cards. <laughs> that makes way more sense. Because they had a deal. You could get 50 for $5 or you could get one for $1. So I was like, well, I'm going to pick out 50 then. So I got a few cat Pokemon cards. Nice. But other than that, that's about it. They, they did have plushies there, but they were like five times the price that they should be. Yeah, it was like a five below Squishmallow for like $15. Th- yeah, that's that's what they do. I don't understand. Cool. How about you, Amber? I, I did a couple things. For one, I finished reading a book that I started a pretty long time ago, uh, but never got around to finishing it. Red fish, blue fish, one fish, two fish. Yeah. That one was just too hard for me. (laughs) I finished uh, Circe by Madeline Miller um, about the like Titan witch Circe from Greek mythology. Really good. I don't know why I didn't finish it. I had 40 pages left. (laughs) So... (laughs) I bunkered down yesterday and forced myself to finish, not forcing myself to finish it. It was, it had a good ending. Um, Mostly because I got a new book that I wanted to read called The Mountain in the Sea. Um, Picked this one up. It was on a little bit of a sale at Barnes and Noble and uh, went with my friend and we wanted to pick out a book together that we could do sort of a mini book club on. And this one seemed really good for like for both of us. So picked that up and started reading that. It's pretty cool so far. It's like a futuristic, I want to say sci-fi, but it's like literally science. So like literally science fiction, I guess. Um, Hmm. And not like weird science fiction. I don't know. So seems pretty interesting. Also, since I work on Friday nights, I can no longer go to pre-releases on Fridays, which is unfortunate. But a friend of mine picked up a um, pre-release box for me, and I was able to get my hands on a few few of the cards and see what all that's about for Magic. Um, the newest set, uh, Wilds of Eldraine, it's all about like fairy tale themed stuff. Which is really funny. So there's like the three blind mice and like a person named Greta based on mm-hmm. Gretel who is like killing candy monsters and stuff. So nice. pretty cool. Um, really, really fun theme there. Neat. Yeah. What about you? Oh, so let's see. I downloaded a game that I haven't played yet because it's not available, but they let you pre-download it. Do you have any idea what that game might be? Fortnite? No. Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't let boomers play the game. <laughs> I have to wait. You have to wait until for I'm invited. Fortnite 40 plus. <laughs> no, it was a uh, hundred like 120 gigabyte download. That's why they let you pre-download it. And it's, it's out, I guess, if you have pre-ordered it, you get early access, but I'm cheap, so I didn't want to do that. 
and it's included in Xbox uh, Gold or whatever it's called now. Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. So I think I get to start playing it tomorrow, and it is Starfield. Oh. Have you heard of that? Did you tell me about that? No. I don't think so. Oh. It sounds familiar. It's a new game by Bethesda, who made what games? Fallout? Fallout, yep. Mm. And it's, uh, I've heard it described as Skyrim in space. Oh. So, nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. So I'll, I'll cool. try that out. I, I don't have a super lot of time to play epic games like that, but we'll, we'll try it out and see what it's like. But I did yeah. try out a new game. I don't know if it's a game or not, but speaking of Pokemon, I played a new thing called Pokemon Sleep. Oh, I heard I heard about that. Yeah. It's a sleep tracker, right? I downloaded it, used it once, and <laughs> never used it again. What do you it's do? It's a sleep tracker. Yeah. Um, so it's the exact opposite of Pokemon Go. Instead of like walking around and finding things, you put your phone next to your bed and leave it turned on. But it says flip the screen over so it doesn't keep you awake. And then <laughs> it tracks your sleep. And the way it tracks your sleep, I think, is through both movement and sound yeah. and it'll actually like record sounds while you sleep and give you little mm -hmm. samples that you can listen to afterwards. And, uh, it, if, if there's any accuracy to its sleep tracking, then I should be dead. Why? <laughs> Cause it, it basically said I, I get like no restful sleep at all. I got like <laughs> four, four minutes of deep sleep in, in a uh, seven hour period. So, Either I need to go see a doctor right away or their sleep tracking isn't that accurate. Maybe it tracked um, Penny, our cat's sleep. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. maybe it got her moving around. Yeah, <laughs> That's what maybe. I was thinking. I was wondering if you were going to say that it like picked up her meowing at you. Right. <laughs> Weird noise at 4 a.m. <laughs> but you've got, you've got like a Snorlax oh, wow. or something. And your Snorlax gets stronger the more you sleep, and then it attracts different sleep-styled Pokemon that you capture. And hmm. I okay. just—it was like a freaking twenty-minute-long tutorial after the after the first <laughs> night of sleep, and I'm like trying to skip past it and not understanding anything it's saying. So I don't think I'll be using it. Okay. I like I like the concept of of moving around and and doing that kind of thing. I mean, imagine. Think back to the first time you played Pokemon Go, like uh, 2016. You could you could find Pokemon near you. You could even yeah. do the AR thing and see them, like in your environment, and you could catch them and collect them. And this is the exact opposite of all of that <laughs> excitement. <laughs> but that's that's just my five minute evaluation of of this thing that will probably be I don't know successful hopefully for them. Yeah, Sounds I mean, good. I don't think it really matters for them, but... <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're running out of ideas after Pokemon Go and Pokemon Stop. What What's going to come next? Like <laughs> Pokemon Sleep. But, yeah, so I, I did that. And nice. uh, other than that, got a couple uh, busy this weekend with videos for the YouTube channel. So, listeners, go... Head over to that channel and check out what I've been working on. 
Woohoo. Woohoo. Well, yeah, let's uh, get into the comic. Dark Ride, issue number one. So there may be spoilers ahead. So if you came here trying to listen to this podcast about us talking about a comic that you don't want spoiled, then maybe uh, go pick another episode from our list and, and listen to that first and then Just come back. Just go read it. Yeah, go, go read it, it real quick. Go find it. It's really good. Yeah. It's been out a while. It came out uh, October of last year. So oh, I think there I think we're like seven issues in so far. And uh Yeah, like I said, it caught my eye, grabbed the uh, first couple issues and thought this would be a good one to uh to share with the fam. So uh, what'd you guys think about issue number one? All right, I made some notes. I'm just gonna list one of them off real quick. Uh, FNAF Disney. <laughs> I thought that too. What I what wasn't my initial thought. My initial thought was Bendy and the Ink Machine vibes. Like oh, first it started page, off black and white. Yeah, um, gave me a lot of those vibes, and also Telltale vibes, mm-hmm. uh, like The Wolf Among Us and Walking Dead. Um, which makes sense because those were like obviously drawn to mimic comics and stuff. But um, I think that like this art style in Dark Ride matches up with that a lot more than like a Marvel comic would. So that's why I got um, those vibes from the art style and and the characters. Like what's his name? D- Devil Danny? Is that a Demon Danny or whatever his name is? Demon D Evil. The evil, yeah. Oh, I don't know where I got Danny from. Maybe from my my demon sister. Um. <laughs> well, Danny. Well, there was a Dan. He was one of the workers. Oh, okay. Anyways, the devil character in this uh, looked a lot like Bendy, in my opinion. Yeah, it did have that kind of uh, vibe to it. Yeah, old cartoons. And in probably. the guy's workshop, you could see like yeah. a wolf head that looks very much like an animatronic from. FNAF. Yeah. You know, it's probably because this comic makes fun of Disney, which also Bendy also kind of makes fun of old Disney cartoons, maybe, perhaps. Who knows? Now I'm gonna <laughs> interrupt you there for a second. When you say makes fun of and well, I, don't, not makes I don't know. Fun of. I don't know if you Draws read inspiration. I don't know if you read the uh the last page, the editor's notes or the writer's notes. I did not. Joshua Williamson, you know, usually in the back of a comic, there's a place that you can write in questions and then the, the creators will answer them. Well, on the first uh-huh. issue, you don't have that. So the first issue, generally, you'll have the creator talk about, you know, what, what he was trying to do, what he or she was trying to do. So um, turns out he's a super huge uh, theme park enthusiast. Oh, yeah. Big time Disneyland enthusiast. And uh, he said, although it may look like I'm trying to make fun of the, of theme parks, it's actually a, uh, you know, he's he's doing a tribute to them in, in his own special way. So he loves theme cool. parks. He loves the yeah. horror stuff. And this was his way. He, he'd been thinking for a long time how to combine those two loves. And this turned out to be how he did it. So, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know you didn't mean that right. making fun of it. but Not any ill intent, but... Drawing inspiration from, I guess. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can tell that from the first, from the cover, with um, the font that they pick to write Dark Ride in. 
looks looks a little familiar, doesn't it? Danny? It looks a, looks a little. It's the Disneyland font. So not quite Disney World, right? Disney World has a different uh, font. That's right. Yeah, Disneyland is more, you know, thin, thin yeah, scripty. This this D is very Disneylandish. Mm. Yeah, yeah, nothing nothing screams Disney like brutally murdering your wife in the first couple pages of an oh, comic. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're we're getting into that part <laughs> now. <laughs> we're getting in there. Well, it, it kind of opened up that way. <laughs> yeah. It didn't didn't take us long to get there. <laughs> yeah, so we meet Arthur and Arthur apparently Arthur in this flashback. Dante. Apparently in this flashback, he is a a, a creator of rides and apparently the world just isn't ready for horror rides yet. And he's been kind of down on his luck, it seems like, where uh, the, the places are firing him for making these types of rides. And his wife says the thing that you never want to say to a creative type that uh, I should have married Stanley, whoever <laughs> Stanley is. For, for all intents and purposes, I'm going, I'm going to assume it's his brother because <laughs> that, yeah, that just makes that it too. that just makes the murder <laughs> worthwhile. Right. But yeah, whoever Stanley is, uh, he's going places. He's creative. And that's all it took. He right. grabbed, I don't know, some kind of orb out of a demon's hand <laughs> on his desk. and I don't know what was going on. Crack. Cracked her in the skull with it. If you've seen the show Fargo, it's very familiar to what happened at the very beginning of Fargo. Again, no spoiler alerts. but I just think it's really cool how he was able to dig out a perfectly like rectangular grave for his wife like (laughs) like full-on cemetery style yeah he uh that that never happens in real life (laughs) (laughs) only 45 uh, miles from the las vegas strip yeah so apparently uh arthur arthur Arthur, who's sporting a very uh walt disney-esque kind of mustache also yeah (laughs) drives drives his uh his dear wife out to the desert plops her in a nicely dug grave. And what do you think that you see right after he plops her in there, you see the for sale sign. Do you think that's where the, the theme park ends up? Oh, probably. probably. Considering there's after he plops her in there, there's a demon talking to her from the grave. So maybe the demon is localized to that area. Oh. And they do talk about the strip you know the Vegas Strip or something. So yeah. they, they apparently have some property there too. The family has some property there, maybe an attraction of some sort. Yeah, hmm. we're getting ahead of ourselves. It would have I'll- been really cool if they like zoomed out after that scene because the like the next panel is like, you know, an overview of the theme park. It would have been cool if they like zoomed out to like to empty that landscape. Yeah, and that's then- what I was looking for. Yeah, that would have been cool. Probably but maybe is, too obvious. Yeah, that is a two-page spread, so yeah, it's going to cost paper. So right, can't can't be filling paper with empty desert now. <laughs> yeah, plop the wife in there, and then a demon starts saying, "Hey, you and I, we're we're gonna we're gonna do some stuff. Let's make a deal. It's going to be the ride of your life." And then that's the end of the flashback. And then it's Wizard of Oz. Everything turns to color. Everything turns to color. Yeah. Very pretty. So we get our first look at Devil Land, and including a feature of some of the rides Murder Mountain, 
zombie zone, werewolf woods. And I don't know if you looked at the end of the comic. Did you yeah. look at the, the park map? Yes, I really like that. The park map, which was really cool. So the, again, in the uh, the the end where the the creator is is writing his little one page, you know, why I did this thing. He mentioned that he has like created rides in his mind and also theme parks. So this must be the culmination yeah. of that. This must have been a lot of fun for him to do. That's pretty awesome. That, that theme park map, like complete with fake folds in it and stuff. Yeah. Had, you know, the little numbers everywhere and, you know, legend of what's what the like rides are and where they are. Labeled. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really neat. But yeah, we get to meet uh, a couple of the rides. See th- these rides, which a lot of them are inspired by real rides. Um, you know, the uh, the zombie zone is kind of like a one of those laser shooter yeah. type men in black type rides. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear. And uh, yeah, so we get to see the park and then we meet our, uh, I don't know, protagonist maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe from the first issue. <laughs> a, an extremely likable uh, park enthusiast named Owen on his first day working for the place that he grew up loving to come to. So mm-hmm. it's like a, a super awesome, happy story for him to be able to come and work for the place that he admires and he has so many fond memories of going with his family that has apparently disappeared from some strange accident. Yeah. We'll, they we'll touch on that later. <laughs> oh. oh, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Maybe. I don't know. So first day on the job, he meets, I guess, who's going to be his... Uh, you know, mentor, know, trainer, mentor, trainer type person, Katie Kingston, and uh, gets a little tour of of the place, including a tour of the background where uh, the security guards watch over all the rides and talk about the the shenanigans that happen in some of the rides. Now, this comic is rated M for mature, just to let you guys know out there. So, some of the shenanigans may have been rated M for mature as well. Yeah, we won't yeah. go too deep into it. But uh, yeah, get to get to get a little tour. He meets the security guard guy, who's just a beefy man. That gives him his uh, his ID card and says, "Don't lose this thing." And then he gets to see these three uh, character suits: Danny D. Evil. I was right. It did. It was Danny. Oh yeah. Old Nick. And the, the last one, I guess, is called The Fun. The Fun. <laughs> it's like a three-eyed alien type I person. like him. I like The Fun. <laughs> fun. Old, old Nick looks like Count from Sesame Street. Yeah. He like does, evil, yeah. Evil version of Count. Evil Count. With a little pencil mustache as well. <laughs> so, yeah, so he meets uh, or he gets to see these costumes and shares a little story about how he dressed up like them when he was younger. And then he has has to go do his real job. And what's his what's his real job? What's the entry level position at Devil Land? Cleaning. Yeah, he's a cleaner. Cleaning. Yep. Cleaning garbage. Cleaning. Cleaning vomit. Cleaning vomit. stuff. <laughs> yep. So he's he's finding out that starting at the bottom is not all that fun. But he talks about how his family loved horror stuff and how they loved coming to the thing. And there was some accident, and we see. 
a picture of a raft, yeah. an inflatable raft, like a lifeboat raft, with him and his sister, his big sister, mm-hmm. very young, just floating out in the middle of the ocean somewhere. So I don't know. <laughs> the the frame before that is four people on the raft. Yeah. And then there's oh. two. Oh, and then there's that. two. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that the first time until just now also. I saw it the first time. Nice. Good eye, Danny. Yeah, so we, we don't know exactly what happened there, but apparently... Maybe we'll find out. Two, two people <laughs> aren't there anymore. <laughs> I wonder where they went. And yeah, so then he uh, bumps into... Arthur's son, Sam. Arthur's son, Sam. Yep. Uh, is... Some from his son from his second marriage, I suppose. The less mysterious yeah. marriage, as we'll find right. out later. <laughs> yep. So he's uh, he's running the place. This is his theme park to run. He's in charge of it, and uh, he he bumps Owen bumps into him. They start talking. Uh, he's very happen, happy to, to meet a true theme park fan. So, mm-hmm. uh, and his name's what, Sam Hain? Yeah, I guess so. They call him just Sam later. Sam, yeah. <laughs> Some strange names these kids have, but Sam Hain is like the name of the devil, right? Oh, is it? I didn't know what that well, was. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think it has some connotation to the devil. The sister's name is way more obvious, but we'll get right. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sam's happy to meet a true theme park uh, fan. Found and, some ideas off of him. Yeah, and he's getting a little frustrated that some of these other people in charge of the park that have to worry about stuff like finances and marketing and all that stuff want to turn the park into a more family-friendly park because then they can get more people in, sell more tickets, sell more merch. be more successful but that is against everything that sam and his father has ever thought of so so sam immediately fires this guy who's trying to pitch this family friendly idea who i guess they were friends growing up so (laughs) i've known you forever i don't care goodbye you're fired fired. and and now this uh poor owen thinks that he just got him fired he just got nick was his name just got Nick ah, fired. doesn't matter. Side character. Yeah, he he was short lived in this. Short lived in this comic, not like Owen, who's our protagonist. Maybe. And then all of a sudden, as the uh, as the firing ensues, here comes Halloween. Yep. <laughs> when it when it, when the frame said it's Halloween, I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's like Halloween time. That's awesome. <laughs> No, that that's that's Sam's sister's her name. name. <laughs> that's her that's name. Her, her name, name is Halloween, yep. and she's like an actress? Question mark. Famous <laughs> yep. person. She's a yeah. famous person. <laughs> yep, but she's the more likable of the two. The crowd goes crazy over her. They're all trying to get pictures and selfies with her. Yeah. And uh, sharing what they think of her. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she gets doesn't sign some the autographs. Signing some autographs, perhaps, on female body parts. <laughs> and the brother and sister who, in outward appearances, uh, love each other. They really hate each other. Right. And, because uh, right now she's she's stepping on his land. Yep. Because Halloween got Hollywood and Sam got the park. 
Yep. So, so they're, yeah, they're confused why she's there. Dear old dad wants to talk to them. Yeah. Which is weird because dear old dad might be missing or might not be missing. Who knows? Yep. So then uh, the, the excitement is over. Back to cleaning the park. We have a little interlude by what's <laughs> got to be like a, a YouTuber. I said like park vlogger. vlogger smiley face in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's neat how they changed the uh, the coloring yeah. of, of this particular yeah. page to have more of a video, you know, washed out look. And mm-hmm. his his dialogue is just perfect for a vlogger. You know, talking about some of the some of the tea, I guess. And and to include even stuff like uh, the pizza place, Frankenstein's Pizza has a new special. <laughs> So, yeah, I got a little, uh, little vibe like uh, paging Mr. Morrow. Yeah, paging Mr. Morrow's, uh, you know, accounts reviews. of different foods and stuff. So that was a neat little interlude, and then the uh, it's time for the park to close. Night, night time. The crowd exits, and uh, oh no, Owen has figured out that he lost his his badge somewhere. Yeah. Uh-oh. So instead of looking for it tomorrow, he decides, hey, I'm going to go retrace my steps and see if I can find this badge. And as he's walking around, digging through trash, I think he finds it. Yeah. But then he gets a he mysterious text. Say his name. Mysterious oh. text that says, how was the first day of work, bro? So maybe from his sister. And okay. before you can fully answer that, the uh, the the devil's do ride starts text. like pulling him in, yeah, like calling his name, <laughs> and he he walks in. He thinks it's some kind of a hazing. He thinks yeah, it's like first day on the job hazing, and then the new employee notices that some of the stuff in the ride doesn't look like what he he's been on the ride hundreds of times probably, and he's noticing hey that's that's not been there before, and then he notices. Two bodies floating in some water. <laughs> one of which he reaches out and calls mom. I might mm-hmm. assume the other one might be the dad. And uh, and then the uh, the three characters that were empty suits before now are blocking his his way and shoving him onto the ride and buckling him in. And yeah. uh, into the ride he goes. Into and the ride he, he still, goes. And... He still just thinks, okay. Nothing to be scared of. I've been on this ride before. They're just hazing me, and the door's shut. There's some screaming, and that's that's the end of of that uh, section. Now we've got uh, the the big castle. So this is the castle dark that's in the castle? Uh, what is it? The dark castle. I think it's the dark castle. Yeah, some kind of castle that's in the in the park. We've got Sam walking in there and uh, greeting his dad, saying, "Hey, what?" What is Halloween doing here? <laughs> I can't get over her name. And uh, I guess the, the dad's like, well, she's supposed to be here tomorrow, but, you know, it's just like her to show up early anyways and mess things up. But he, he's got something to talk to them about, apparently. And uh, But Sam is just very upset about not being able to pull in new crowds, not being able to make enough money and... He's very hard on himself about that. And his father says, Sam, my son, you have nothing to fear. 
I've recently been inspired. And you'll have to read the comic to know what that means. <laughs> we don't need to we don't need to spoil that much, but yeah. So some some event has happened that has recently inspired old man uh old man murder machine. <laughs> old man murder machine. And uh, that's uh, he's got some new drawings up on the wall, so he's been yeah. hard at work. Yeah. Well, you know his uh, his name references something. His name is Arthur Dante, and From like like Dante's, Dante's Inferno. Inferno. Yeah. So I don't know if that was always his name, or if he got that name when he maybe made a deal with the devil. Who knows. That may have been what was in that uh, grave in the desert. Yeah. Pretty good uh, Pretty good first issue. Gives you a little background. Gives you a little story to think about. And then gives you a little twist at the end. That's exactly what you want in a first issue comic. Have you counting the days until the next one comes out. So what did you think overall, Danny? Did you like this one? I did. I want to read more. I feel like there's a lot to unfold. Yeah, like that park map. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, I want to I want to know the backstory to the all these characters. Yeah, find out what happened to Owen's family. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> who knows what'll happen did you say you yeah. got multiple issues of it yeah I've got Ooh. I think the first six so far okay you have to share those yeah cause as now, soon as I thought FNAF Disney I was locked in <laughs> locked in now as I look at this park map here this is this is a park that they could build and would be successful. So if uh, Mr. Williamson is listening to our humble podcast, I would say, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and happen. build it because yeah. I want to ride that guillotine ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guillotine drop. Yeah. It's basically a drop tower, but you are the, the guillotine blade. <laughs> it's giving me, um, well, King's Dominion is great, but King's Dominion horror time. I forget what King's Dominion calls it, but that's extra great. I love that. Yeah. So. Yeah. There, there is, you know, you think about how successful Halloween Horror Nights is for Universal and how yeah. that has spread to basically every other theme park. Knott's Berry Farm has Not Scary Farm. Even Disney has the not so scary Halloween, you know, overlay. <laughs> all the uh, friendly Kings Dominion type places, all the Cedar Fair, Fair places mm -hmm. have their uh, their horror nights going on. And you would think, yeah, this would this would definitely be something that could be a year round attraction. And I think they're doing in Vegas. In, it in might Vegas, be, Vegas, it might you be, said? it might be Universal. <laughs> um, is making a year-round like indoor overlay of Halloween Horror Nights. Oh. So it may just be like all the 
all the little walkthrough things or something. Well, obviously, they read this awesome comic and stole the idea. So they <laughs> they owe Mister Mister Williamson maybe some some commission. Yes, we advocate for the little man. Yes, but yeah, super cool uh, comic. I was. I was for sure. I was when when I heard about it, and then when I found it, I thought, "Man, I really hope that this is good because we love theme parks, we love comics, and it's got all the makings of being good." You know, like the references and the yeah. I don't know. Now, did you notice how they always uh, tease the second issue, and they had a page yeah, they full had- of. The variant uh, covers. Variant covers, yeah. Yeah, one of them's like a, <laughs> like a, a Disney VHS tape. <laughs> it's like a, like a Beauty and the Beast, um, parody. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's so cute. It it makes me very proud that, you know what VHS is. <laughs> I was a kid. You you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was also. Those That's something we have in common. <laughs> yeah, but most people don't remember what they're called. True. But yeah, very, uh, very much a homage to Beauty and the Beast. A Skybound <laughs> classic. What is Skybound? That's. I think that's the uh, the part of Image that does this. Uh, it's either the publisher or you know some something like that. Some yeah, image some, image thing. Yeah, because his the email address for the comic is darkride at skybound dot com. Oh, okay. Yeah, they even have. Uh, do you notice they have a friendship statue? You know how the Disney oh, parks yeah. have have uh, Walt Disney holding hands with Mickey Mouse or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they've got a picture of. Uh, Old man murder. Arthur with his. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, looking forward to reading more of these. Definitely. Any final thoughts from either of you before we uh, wrap up this episode? It's so good. Go read it. Yeah, it's a good one. Support your indies. We love Marvel, but we love indies too. And then, and then there's the last two comic episodes have been indie comics. Yeah, I'm trying to broaden our horizons. No DC yet, though. <laughs> Not that broad. We did Batman. We did our our second Batman. episode. Yeah, <laughs> that was more the movie. I think. Whatever. Whatever. Well, cool. We'll go uh, go find this at your local comic book store. It's going to be in the back issues section because it's a year a old, old but still uh still in publication seven issues in i believe so go check that out yeah yeah so that's going to wrap up this episode thank you for joining us again and listening to us talk about some of our favorite things like comics video games movies horror horror theme parks and uh yeah go check out that youtube VHS channel see news. what we're working on Check out some of our back catalog to see some other episodes if if you got here because 
you like this comic, then you may find some other things in our back catalog that you may like also. We do have a, a Halloween episode from last year, and we're probably going to do another one. Sure. Uh, right around the corner. Yeah. Halloween is on <gasps> Tuesday. I mean, we've got to do a FNAF episode for Halloween this year because the movie comes out. So, That'd be cool. just saying. Maybe, does that mean I have to play more than like five minutes of the game? You can just watch Markiplier. Okay. True. He's the king of Five Nights at Freddy's. All right. Self-titled. I'll give him another view. <laughs> he might need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for listening to our podcast. Check us out on our socials, Family Geekery. Check out the YouTube channel. And until next time, peace, peace out, out and, and geek, geek out. out. Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out.